0: This is episode 141 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we are diving into LinkedIn profile optimization with Chrissy Wyrott. So you are going to want to definitely take a listen to this because, as we all know, the algorithms right now on social media are making it really difficult for organic growth to happen. Well... That's not the case over on LinkedIn. And you wanna hear how it's going to be affecting your small business and how you can actually stand out by optimizing your profile. So let's dive in. All right, I am here with Chrissy Wairat. How are you, Chrissy? I'm good, how are you? Very good, thank you. I'm really excited to dive into the topic of LinkedIn. I feel like everyone is talking about it right now. And before we get to that, I'd love for you to just introduce yourself to my audience and tell them a little bit about, about your business. Sure. So I have been
1: working for myself for about five years. Um, I've I came from the marketing space. I actually worked for the Detroit Lions for 10 years. I oversaw the website and social media and fell in love with social media there. And so I did agency stuff, agency type of stuff um, with clients, and then really focused um, 100% on LinkedIn, probably about 18 months ago. Um, That's when I really took that step out and said, this is what I do. Um, There's just so much opportunity with LinkedIn. It's growing massively and it's fun because there's so much organic potential. And so that's what I love about social is that ability to put stuff out there and see what does. So... That's why I really focused on that. So I help um, small businesses, six and seven figure businesses, optimize their LinkedIn presence to generate visibility and business through the, through the platform.
0: Okay. So I'm going to dive right into it and get to the, like, my question. And I know everyone's going to be thinking of it because, of course, a lot of my audience is bloggers or small business owners that are trying to figure out, okay, where do I put my time and effort? So why would you say LinkedIn? Because people
1: are there for business, um, there's it's hilarious. Anytime that you're on any platform, you get <laughs> you get the inside jokes from the people that spend too much time on the platform. So one of the inside jokes about LinkedIn is everyone is there for business. This is not Facebook, right? So that's the joke. But everybody's there for business. So if you're if you have a presence on LinkedIn, then the people who are around and then are engaging with you, there's that potential to generate business. The other primary reason is it's like LinkedIn gold rush right now. Now is the time to build an audience. There is so much organic reach. So you actually post things and people really see it. So it's not that thing where you post it on a platform and then you have to pay in order for people to see it, or you're lucky if 10 people see it people actually are seeing what you're doing on LinkedIn. So it's a really exciting time right now to establish yourself there because you can really start to gain visibility.
0: All right. So what are the best ways to start to grow a presence to engage over there?
1: So one of the things, well, there's two primary things that I do with everybody I work with. Um, and it is... The first one is LinkedIn profile optimization. So your LinkedIn profile is basically your sales page. Anytime you do anything on LinkedIn, the first thing somebody's going to do is click on your name to see who is this person and what do they do. So what you want is for that profile to guide them through that sales process and let them know who you are. So it's basically your at your home base on LinkedIn, and then the second thing that I do with people it's called a LinkedIn marketing blueprint, and it basically outlines how to engage on LinkedIn. So I call it a LinkedIn funnel. You want to connect with relevant people on LinkedIn, and then you want to nurture those people through your content. And as you're nurturing those people, they bounce to your LinkedIn profile, check out your sales page, and it's this cycle of nurturing them along until you do start to generate cold leads.
0: Okay. Well, the point. So I want to, is the blueprint that you talked about a, a freebie that you offer? Is it something that I can link to in the show notes? Because I know that the whole idea of having a blueprint being a teacher, I'm very much like, yes, let's get a worksheet. Let's walk me through this.
1: <laughs> so the blueprint is not a freebie. I have a checklist that is a freebie to help people optimize their profiles. What the blueprint and ultimately came out of was people wanted to work with me and they wanted to know how can I optimize my LinkedIn presence? And I would say, well, I can help you do that. And I would put this whole strategy piece together and say, okay, now let's get started. And they're like, no, it's okay. And so then all of a sudden they had this marketing work from me as a proposal and I didn't get anything out of it. So basically I said, let's take a step back and let's actually make that a deliverable. And so that deliverable is something that people walk away with. So they can actually hire me to implement it or that they can implement it themselves. So it's this outline of how to.
0: Okay. All right. No, perfect. That's good to know. And we'll definitely make sure to link to the optimization of the profile for sure, because there are all these different pieces that I've seen go into your profile and get so many different characters and all of that kind of good Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, Is there a format when we actually create a post on LinkedIn that we would say would recommend that works the best? So, in other words, um, would it be a video? Should there be a photo? Can you have links? There's always all of these different kind of recommendations, I feel like, for each platform. What are you noticing works well for LinkedIn right now?
1: So it's so funny. So you, you talked about, um, Kate all that, you know, Kate, who does Pinterest consulting. And one interesting thing in a conversation that came up with her is she said in the Pinterest world, everybody who's teaching Pinterest essentially has the same advice. LinkedIn all over the map. So you will find every recommendation under the sun When you look at different people on LinkedIn, my, that's why my advice, my go-to is it depends. Um, It really depends on your audience as far as video, um, text, those types of things, images, anything can work based on how does your audience like to consume it? One of the things, the number one thing that I say is number one, though, no matter what, is that very first sentence, needs to really draw in your audience. Because when people are scrolling through LinkedIn, the first 3 lines is all that they see that will result in stopping to comment or click. And so that first sentence needs to be really powerful. Sometimes I'll just ask a question, and that's it. And people will respond to that question. But with LinkedIn... Just like Facebook was, I mean, it still sort of is, but that organic reach is kind of down, (laughs) gone. Um, But it's the same principle where the more you generate engagement, the more people see the post. So having a really powerful first line or two is really important.
0: Okay. And then do do you need to be consistent? What would you recommend as far as how often to post? You want to be present,
1: um, and the the big thing is, and you know we can we can make educated guesses on the algorithm, right? So if you're posting on LinkedIn but you're not commenting on other people's posts, you're not going to generate as much visibility. So um, the big thing is, yes, you definitely want to be present a couple times a week, um, if any, if the very minimum once a week. Um, But you also want to be present on other people's posts. You want to go comment on other people's posts. And where optimization comes in is that when your headline is optimized, which is the 125 characters that are your description, when that is optimized and you go to comment on someone else's post, the first 50 or so characters on that headline are always visible, even when you comment. So when you go inject yourself into other conversations that are relevant, you're also putting what you do out there in front of new people. And then people are clicking on your profile and going to your sales page. So you want to be um, posting yourself probably at least a week, uh, once per week. But then definitely, I say, go down the LinkedIn rabbit hole. Just let yourself get lost and just comment on on different people's stuff.
0: Okay. So let's talk about engaging on people's stuff. How do you know who you're looking for? Would it be better to kind of give an example? Like, let's say, for example, I was a nutritionist looking to market a book. Who should I be kind of looking to engage with?
1: So when I talk with clients, the number one thing is, who is your target audience? So if I ask you, so if you're marketing a book as a nutritionist, who are you looking for?
0: I'm looking for other... I'm looking for probably moms that would benefit from the book. Okay. So being on LinkedIn,
1: there are certain ways that you can do that. Um, When you're looking for a demographic like moms, that's tough on LinkedIn because you can't really tell.
0: Good. Okay. I like that you're that's so important to me that you're honest about that because I don't want people to do things that it's not going to be beneficial. So let's switch the audience. Instead of trying to reach the audience for the book, I'm trying to actually start to get to speak at other conferences about nutrition. So I'm actually, my audience is now like, um, higher level nutrition people that run conferences.
1: Okay. Okay, so there's a few things here. So bear with me. Okay. So when I'm looking at from from a LinkedIn presence, the first thing I would ask you is, okay, where is your B2B place? Or what can you leverage on LinkedIn, right? So you can leverage looking for speaking engagements. Now, I am always touting LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Um, It's $80 per month. It gives you a detailed search criteria so you can actually search for those people that are relevant and you can know whether or not they are active on LinkedIn because it shows you whether they've posted in the last 30 days. Even if you don't have Navigator, you can conduct a semi-decent search through LinkedIn organically. So my advice is to send personalized connection requests to the relevant people Now, I would ask you as my client, what is the state of mind of the people you're reaching out to? And this is something that not everybody agrees with that I say, which is you're going to tell me how aggressive you should be in the initial reach out. Some people will say, never pitch yourself in in an initial engagement. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think you know, are these people looking for speakers? So is it relevant to reach out and say, hi, this is, this is me. Just want to let you know, um, my name is Jenny and I am experienced in nutrition. I speak um, at events like yours. I would love to be considered if you need someone like me In regardless, I'd like to connect with you.
0: Okay, so now I'm doing that via the connect button where I can look to become a connection and I can send a message with that connection.
1: Yes. If you're doing it on desktop, this is annoying and confusing. If you're doing it on desktop, you just hit connect and it will give you the option. It'll say you can add a note. If you're doing it on mobile, you need to click on the three dots and go to personalized invite. Yes. it's okay. kind of annoying that it's different. So you have 300 characters to play with. So that would be the top of your funnel. So you would look to add those people. Now I know that there are certain speaking seasons so you may want to be more aggressive at certain points. And maybe your request is, do you have an application I can fill out? Or are you still actively looking for speakers? So you can make it an ask and they might accept your request and not respond. They might accept your request and say, not right now. They might accept it and give you the application link. So that that's the start. Now, what's interesting from that point is that gives you a very clear objective on LinkedIn itself, but that doesn't mean you can't reach your moms because then what you're doing is then you have your, your content strategy. So when I work with people, I put together maybe three to five buckets of content because you don't want to be one note. You want to make sure you vary up what it is that you're talking about. So one of your buckets would be moms and you might talk about your book. Because the thing about LinkedIn is you want to establish your credibility and your knowledge, but you also need to post things that are interesting (laughs) that people want to engage with. That's the thing I think some people miss when they get all focused on this algorithm. Well, I posted it perfect. Okay, but is it something that people want to engage with? You still have to actually be engaging. You have to be interesting. You have to have quality content. So the mom thing can just be something that you still post about and you'll
0: just attract
1: naturally people who are interested in that.
0: Okay. So the idea is, is that there's going to be other professionals that are maybe working moms that are on LinkedIn that aren't necessarily in there looking for nutrition, but they're in there because they do something totally different. Maybe they're a marketer for a large food brand um, mm-hmm. but because they see this nutrition and they have this interest it could attract them that way as that mom that needs to get back on track with their nutrition.
1: Mm-hmm. And I haven't looked at this um, specifically for moms, but the thing that is also um, starting to take on a life of its own is hashtags. And so you can also look, is there a mom hashtag? I'm sure that there is. So whether there's working mom or professional mom, and you could just click on that and see who's following it. Or when you click on it, all the posts that have that hashtag will be in there. One thing I've recommended to people who have a a niche like this, who it's not something that LinkedIn tracks, but it's something that, for example, one time Damon John, he's on Shark Tank, he posted something about working moms and all these women commented on the post. And I knew somebody who was targeting moms and I sent her a quick message and I said, You should send requests to every single person in this thread who's responding because right there you know that they're a mom because they're responding about it. So you can also look for certain content where people are kind of showcasing that they are what you're looking for and then you can send those connection requests.
0: Okay. All right, I love that. Okay, so now I am going to kind of shift, if that's okay, and give you another example. Mm -hmm. This is the one I think that, I don't know what the right answer is going to be, so I'm really curious what you say. So another part of my audience is bloggers that are influencers, that are looking to work on sponsored content, are looking to pitch brands in order to create content for them, okay? Mm -hmm. So if I was a food blogger and I wanted to work with a company like Regu is the only one that's coming to my mind for some reason right now. Um, And they were on, the company was on LinkedIn. Is there a way to connect with like their PR person on LinkedIn and what would be the best way to go about doing that?
1: Yeah. So this is something where I would suggest front the 80 bucks, because this is where sales navigator is really, really helpful. You can still search for employees. So if you go to a company page on LinkedIn, it will tell you x number of employees work at this company, and you can click on that. and so then you can see everybody who is working for Ragu on LinkedIn. Sales Navigator makes this really easy though. You can search for the company and then you can you can really pinpoint with Navigator, function. So public relations would be a function. And then you can also see, is that person active? So has the person posted in the last 30 days? Sometimes if you want to get in with a specific company, you have to go around and get to somebody who's actually active on LinkedIn to get to the right person. But that is, that's a great way to do it. But yes, definitely start with the company and then they will tell you who is a part of that company On LinkedIn, so you can find them that way.
0: Okay. Would it also make sense to? Share my findings as a blogger doing sponsored work with other companies as like my post with the intention of trying to attract other companies outside of the one that I've worked with. So in other words, almost doing like a case study post that talks about I saw this increased engagement because of Instagram stories. How interesting and is this for blogger work? Blah, blah blah blah, something along those lines, with the intention of trying to get other companies that may be on there doing PR looking to work with influencers? So that would be, I would consider
1: that a bucket of content. Case studies is definitely a great bucket to go with. One really important thing when you're trying to pitch yourself as an influencer on LinkedIn, you need to walk the walk. So you better have a great following on LinkedIn and you better be creating content that is generating a lot of engagement. Because if you're saying I can get your company great engagement based on my content, but then they look at what you're doing on LinkedIn and see you have 320 followers and nobody's really paying attention to what you're doing, that's going to be a conflict of what you're saying versus what you're doing. That's one thing that I've really had to focus on with LinkedIn because we all have that I think we all have that nature as business owners where we focus completely on the client side and we give all of our energy and effort to them. And then we stop and go, wait a second, I'm telling everybody that I can really help their LinkedIn presence and I don't have my own. So, you know, for the last year and a half, I've really been focused on my own To make sure that I'm walking the walk. And so people are seeing me and going, well, she's clearly got something going on. So I want to see what she could do for me. So that's definitely one of the things an influencer on LinkedIn is make sure you have social proof in addition to what you're posting about.
0: And I think for a lot of my blogger audience, influencer audience is LinkedIn was never on their radar. It wasn't something, a platform that they were looking to use in the past because their audience of moms that are looking for quick and easy recipes are on Pinterest and on Facebook and will follow Instagram, right? So that's really where their influence lies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think of being able to use it in order to find the right contact and get the right information for the person that you want to get in touch with from that company. And I love the way that you talked about just kind of going from one person to getting it around to the right person on there uh, just makes so much sense. Because I've heard people say, oh, you can use LinkedIn to find so-and-so's email. And I was like, how can you, what? How do we do this? Um, so that's so important. And I think, too, from the standpoint of that nutritionist or from the health coach or the motivational speaker. Um, looking for that audience on there and the way that in which you can actually search to do that. The, and you said it's $80 a month for, what is it called? Business? LinkedIn sales navigator. Sales navigator. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. No, very good. Okay. Um, I love that. So when we're talking, you obviously you put a lot of importance on the profile, right? Because... Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to see. I love the way that you talked about that. When you engage in the comments, they still see like what it is that you do mm-hmm. uh, so that if you are a food blogger that maybe does offer awesome nutrition and you're also a nutritionist, you can have that as a piece of your LinkedIn profile. What? So it's definitely not first 125 characters. What else of the profile would you say is like, you have to pay attention to and make sure it's done well. You need to have a good profile
1: picture. You want to have a company page. And company pages, by the way, are actually gaining a lot of visibility, which I'm nerdishly excited about. Um, There's a lot of things on LinkedIn that come full circle. So back in the day, company pages of big brands were getting all the exposure. And so then LinkedIn suppressed company page exposure so that the individuals could come to the top. And now they're going, okay, we do need to give small businesses the ability to develop a brand. So now the company pages are coming back up, but the company page is what allows your logo to be um, added to your profile because you actually dynamically link your page to your profile. Yes. And so then too, when someone's looking, okay, what is this company about? They click on that and then that takes them to the company page. Um, The thing to remember about LinkedIn, um, people pay, as with Sales Navigator, people pay to search the platform. And on top of that, Google crawls the platform. If you search your name on Google, unless you have an extremely common name or share it with a famous person, your LinkedIn profile will more than likely come up in the top five. So if even if you reach out off of LinkedIn, if someone wants to do a quick Google search, okay, what's Jenny about? I'm going to type her. And you have nothing in your LinkedIn profile. You're missing an opportunity for somebody who could click on it to see what is, what is she about. And if they see there's no profile picture, and obviously that's not you, but there's no profile picture. It's not filled out. You haven't put anything out there since 2014. You're missing an opportunity. So keywords is also very important. And when I work with somebody, I'm going to look at the balance between are you like, for example, if someone's looking for a job, keywords is going to be more important than somebody who's looking to generate leads. You still want to do both, but you want to ask yourself, is somebody going to be searching for someone like me? And if someone's going to be searching for someone like you, make sure that you have relevant keywords throughout your profile.
0: Okay. All right. That makes a ton of sense. And I love the way that you say that it's going to show up in the top five of Google, because that is definitely something that no matter what it is that you're doing, your name is getting searched. They're looking to see what you are about and what's out there about you. So it's just another way of having information out there about what it is that you do. So I absolutely love that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The, optimization of the profile that you offer the checklist we're going to link to that in the show notes and that'll kind of give me a really good idea of like how to build up that profile touching on the things that you've already kind of touched on but also going deeper into it um where else chrissy are the best places to get in touch with you so that my audience can find you and stock what you're doing obviously on linkedin I just launched a new
1: website for my brand. So I went from just being a brand that is my name to being a company brand. It's called eLink Consulting. And I'm super excited about it. I built the website myself. And um, the website is e-linkconsulting.com. Also far easier to relay that information than attempting to spell my name with people.
0: Yes. As we know, because I misspelled it when we sent over oh, no. okay. questions. but. Um, that is great. I'm super excited to be able to share that information so that they can not only um, get that the profile optimizer but also just the information that you share so valuable and so helpful because I really feel like I am hearing everyone talk about LinkedIn and what it can possibly do for you and I love the fact that you can actually be found organically where as we know book Instagram you can't be found organically so Mm -hmm. perfect well Chrissy thank you so much for taking the time to talk to my audience I appreciate you thank you and please find me on LinkedIn too (laughs) <laughs> wait, wait. All right, you guys. Clearly, that conversation could have continued. I was so interested in the ways in which to use LinkedIn. I'm always really intrigued by social media, especially when you can actually have organic growth which like I said in the beginning we all know we're not seeing on a lot of the other social media platforms you're barely getting seen at all whether when you post your content. So with this giving us an opportunity to stand out, I wanted to find out as much information as possible and see who it might be the right fit for. So If you are a blogger, you heard that it is a great way to be able to find contacts for brands that you could possibly want to work with on sponsored content. And if you offer services or products and you want to be seen as an expert in the industry, possibly through speaking, possibly through having your own event or doing consulting, then LinkedIn is definitely a platform that you need to think about getting yourself on, optimizing your profile. And as you heard, at the very least, you absolutely need to make sure that you optimize that profile so that when someone does search your name in Google, it comes up with a fully filled out profile that tells people exactly what it is that you do. You guys, I appreciate you so much for taking the time to listen in. I'd love it if you took a screenshot, put it up on Instagram stories, and tell me what it was that you found really interesting about this episode. Tag me at Jenny underscore Melrose. I'd also love it, you could do one or the other, if you left me a podcast review. If you hop over to iTunes and leave me a review, just leave your Instagram handle so that I can send you a personal message thanking you for leaving me a review. All right, you guys, until next time, I will see you all then.